Hello, hello. Hello. All right, is it recording? Yes. What's, What's up, up, guys? guys? <laughs> We're back. We're recording live and in person now. Hope you can hear the difference. Hope you're impressed by it. <laughs> what? Like he was sitting he quietly was sitting... this whole time. The moment I press record, this motherfucker time wanted to, go to walk around. the room. God. Bosley, come over here. Come here. Bosley, go. Come here. Oh my god. Come here and sit down. I've been walking around all day. Sit down. Okay. Okay. So, so. <laughs> I have a song for you, Christine. Oh, okay, go. Okay. I'm ready. <clears throat> so let's go there. <laughs> let's make our escape. Come on, let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> What is it? What is Let's it? Let's ask we stay. <laughs> you don't got it? No, I don't. Can you take me higher? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to a place where blind men see. <laughs> Who sings that, Christine? Uh, Creed. Damn. That's Creed. That was too easy. Duh. Damn. I, I only know the, the chorus. But that's why I was like, yeah. what are you saying? I don't know any of the words. So it was just, oh, it's that, too... wasn't, that wasn't No, I only lyrics. know the chorus. Oh, okay. So I'm just Easy. Like, too, Easy. Okay, okay. <laughs> hmm. Oh, I was thinking some more rock genre ones. Daughtry, your sister. <laughs> I was like, like who? Put on Daughtry or something. Who, I was like, who has Daughtry as their favorite band? In her like, defense, though, that yeah. Daughtry album kind of does slap Loki. Okay, it like, might. Loki, but like, the first Daughtry album. But this is what she said. It's not that, like, it wasn't that Daughtry isn't good. It was that in Daughtry the is the genre. only rock that I listened to. And I was like, what? <laughs> Out of all of the rock music, Daughtry? <laughs> okay. Okay. You know why? Because <laughs> Miss Cindy, who was like, um, it was just one lady at the church, mm-hmm. and she drove us to Bible camp that year. Okay. And she played the Daughtry album Are they in its Christian entirety. Band? I don't know, but I guess it's, like, acceptable, I guess. I see, Acceptable music. She played it in its entirety Uh all the way to Idlewild. Uh Uh-huh. And all the way back. So we got acquainted, whether we wanted to or not. I still fucking flame her, though. Like, Daughtry, come on. (laughs) And because it's, like, it's not a departure, really, from Nickelback. Yeah, honestly. Okay, but I really like Nickelback. I don't even care what people say. They have some good songs. They have some bops. They do. I, I think it became a meme to hate them. That's why it was, you know, it became a thing. But, like, I was watching this video with my cousin, and they, they're they're actually, like, they take the jokes really well. And, um... Because people still love them. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, still, like, mess with them real hard. Yeah. Um, who... It's the Creed. Who else sings the fray, kind of? No. Not the fray. The, no, the fray is more like soft rock, like mellow. Mm. Like Nickelback, Creed. Creed. <laughs> um Who else? Wait, I'm gonna put I'm gonna just put Creed into okay. my Apple music oh, okay, and see okay. who comes up next. Okay, okay. <laughs> Cause it will play like songs. Okay, Creed artist. Arms With arms wide open. 
only playing Creed. Stained. Three doors down. <laughs> Stained. Play Creed. Three doors down, for sure. Wait, I'm putting it in Siri. <laughs> he played Kid Cudi. <laughs> what did Three Doors Down sing? Um, I can't remember. Mm. Goo Goo Dolls, I think. It's like one, something like that. Kryptonite. Here without you. Kryptonite. Here without you, baby. Oh, oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Kryptonite is that Superman song, isn't it? You're my kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one. I if know. I go crazy, will you still call me Superman? <laughs> remember? It's the worst the lyric ever. <laughs> you don't remember this song? Okay, wait. You have to listen to the chorus. <laughs> no. <laughs> ringing zero bells really it was so popular Ooh, honey lemon in china i want My you to spell and spell that word in china it, it literally cannot be in china e-c-h-i-n-a there's no n in between that e but and do c you, do you hear the china i see how i just spelled china but what is in e, between C, the E I, and the C? A, Sia. A China Sia. Echinacea. Echinacea. No. <laughs> A China Sia. You know? Sound it out. Oh, okay. Year. I see. Okay. A China Sia. Mm-hmm. Sound it out, babes. <laughs> it's all damn. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, okay, so on to the nitty gritty. Um, I'll be ready next week or next time with a hard ah. song for you. Um, sure, we're gonna you go back to okay, but yeah, okay, fine, but stay within the rock realm. The rock, then. yeah, I'm gonna rock out. <laughs> this is the we're gonna do rock the rest of the year, babes, okay, because you know, I'm a rock, I'm a rock Ro- chick, <laughs> like, I like to rock out, I like rock to out. thrash, <laughs> rock out, I like to tear shit up or whatever she says. Um, have you you've heard that um, that conspiracy theory, right? How she, she died? Yeah. Okay. I think it's possible. I kind of believe it because her departure from her like skater boy era to her girlfriend era, it was just like she would never have done girlfriend before. Like I know she never would have done some music like that, especially from her first two albums. And because like wasn't okay, wasn't she in a car accident in between? Oh, was she? There was some accident that like, oh. or some incident that precipitated her. Mm, no, I didn't know that. You don't know? Okay. No. You guys, we're going to read up on that <laughs> so we can bring bring you like a more I, I'm educated inclined opinion. to believe it. I'm... But when I did see that post on social media, I was yeah. like, hmm. <laughs> I took that lean in like the Oprah, you know, like, hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Oh, you guys, good news. Victoria Monet just released new music oh she did on my mama album? no not the oh, album yet just the, single? the last single yeah oh, okay i didn't okay i kind of didn't like party girls i didn't listen to it yeah about the party girls it's kind of like a little like jamaican bop you know? mm. I'm not, even though me is jamaican me prefer 
authentic Jamaican music. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> next. <laughs> but long story short, she has a new song. Is it this? Smoke? Put that on that. No, Smoke was the first single. She's released three so far. Smoke, oh, okay. Party on Girls. On My Mama. And On My Mama. Okay. I haven't listened to it. It's a little bop. I think it's in the video I sent you. She previewed I it. told you I have not been watching or reading any of my messages. Oh, okay. If you sent me something, I did not see it. I don't or know I know why. <laughs> Would you like to explain why? Why what? You're not reading your messages? There's no re- no rhyme or reason. I just, I'll see it and I'm like, mm. I feel you on that. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just like, mm. it's too much. It is. It really is. Like I need to just disassociate completely and mm-hmm. just be on social media swiping through. That does exactly. not mean I need to communicate. Exactly. That's why, you know, when you say like, oh, I'm going to go to bed now and you're still like liking stuff. Yes. It's different because it's not that it, it takes energy to. I don't want to concoct a response. Exactly. It takes energy to interact with Nor someone. do I want to deviate from exactly. the scrolling that I was doing. Exactly. Like, look how many unread messages <laughs> I have. Well, your phone is really organized, though. No, it's not. But look. Yeah. Like, you got little backgrounds and stuff. Oh. I need to update my oh, phone. These are widgets. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I just have not been reading my messages. You know, I made the mistake of getting, you know, the 128 gig thinking this will keep me from, Mm. like, ingesting too much. No. No. Like, my phone is full, so I can't update my phone. See what I'm saying? (laughs) I got the highest one, and I pay for two terabytes of... um, Cloud storage? Cloud storage, I refuse to use Apple Cloud. Why? Because it's a built-in government backdoor to all your information. Oh, my God. So you just want to hand over everything. Do you want to join my family thing? Angela's on my family <laughs> plan, and we share the the cloud. No, I'm okay. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm Two okay. terabytes of storage, and you'll always have all your stuff with you. No, thank you. So I can join the whole host of celebrities. Oh. Remember when Applegate, the no. cloud gate? If you what are, what what are you? What are you afraid of them finding? My delicious peen. Who cares? Splashed across the internet. Who cares? What later when I'm a celebrity, that's going to be important. See, you know what? But the people who embrace it and are like, okay, yeah, those are my nudes. You're right. Right? The ones who are like trying to like hide it and like, Don't oh, show yeah. Me Don't. Please. Like, come on. That's what I really feel like, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was ever in a position where they were like trying to get me with something, I'd just be like, so? Seriously, I, that's why I live <laughs> my life like in public because I'm like, okay, I already posted about that. You know what I mean? Like, really true. Yeah. Um, is it time, Christiane? Yeah, sure. Time for what? To wind your pool <laughs> for be wet Okay. What have you bought? Let's see. Lately. What did I buy? Let me tell y'all first thing, and I know if you follow me on social media, you already know, but um, I have something to admit. I used to own a white fridge, guys. <laughs> I used to have a stained white fridge in my apartment. It was giving crackhead energy, crack it house really, energy. Not yeah, it was a trap house fridge. I called it the trap house fridge. <laughs> when I first moved in, I was horrified. I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> and the mini blinds. <laughs> What I was mini like, blinds? these mini blinds gotta go. What are mini blinds? Um, you know, like they're just they come down and they like flap like this. Oh, like okay. vertically, like the CVS receipts. Like yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like big CVS. Uh-huh. <laughs> like 
those were the two things I like hated and noticed about my apartment, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and I had asked my landlord, uh, can I get a new fridge? Like, can I just move this fridge? Like, do you have a place for, for me to put this fridge if I got another one? And he was just like, um, no. <laughs> it's his fridge. But yeah, because okay. it came with my place. Oh, okay. Um, but I was like, I hate this. I want to get another one. Yeah. You know? And he was like, well, if you get rid of that one, you'll just have to leave the new one that you purchased in there. I'm like, no. Yeah, what the hell? Don't you think this is? Like, yeah. I'm paying your rent here anyway. Like, you're not even paying anything for this building. Yeah. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> Y'all, I did the calculations when he bought the place because he bought it after I'd lived there for a year. He paid 975000 for my whole building. The three of our rents combined completely cover his mortgage. Like landlords are leeches. I don't care it's what all you it say. is. All They're it leeches. is. All it is. He raises the rent every year. I'm like they they don't work. They don't work. They just take money. He just from owns the people. building for free, yeah. basically. Yeah. And he makes no. Our two of our units cover the mortgage, mm-hmm. and then he just makes profit mm-hmm. from the third unit. Mm-hmm. I'm just like man, like that could have been us, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was thinking about. Um, you know, renting out my house in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like, I don't want to try to make any like profit from it. Really, I just kind of want to like provide affordable housing for like the college students there, because I'm not college students though. Wait, why? Because I just feel like there will be. Well, oh no, they're they're not college students. They're um in law school at USD. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so they're older. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was looking at the rent around in that area, and it's like. Four thousand, four fifty, forty five hundred for so a three like bedroom, a... for my house basically. It's oh, because it is a three bedroom. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's forty five hundred in total, and I was just like, you know, that's a lot. It, it's a lot, and I'm like, I don't. If I charge that much, it's basically like more than double my mortgage. I'm like, I don't really need to. Well, you know what? I just don't want to be that person, you know, like what you're talking about. Um, I wanted it to be like a reasonable, reasonable price so that they just have a place to live. Why don't you but... make it like 3000 You yeah, can cover yeah. your mortgage. And I was thinking ha- three. Yeah. I have a little to save for like property tax yeah. and the HOA. Oh my God, that fucking HOA. Like cover the HOA yeah. and your mortgage and then like whatever else you just save to make improvements or to like invest yeah, yeah, yeah. in like your new place or whatever. Yeah. Cause like I wouldn't even cancel my internet like they could just use the internet um the hoa covers the um the water and the gas oh, okay. um they it, just have to pay for electricity and that's it that's but, actually um, not bad does your hoa allow subleasing um i think so yeah a lot of college students um oh, live okay. in those townhouses um but i know they don't own them because i i know the owners and every like school year there's a new person in oh, there okay, okay. um but yeah. So it's that something that's allowed under your HOA. That might be mm-hmm. a good idea, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It's so hard to own something nowadays, like for real. Mm-hmm. It's ghetto. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't want to be that person. You know I completely what I mean? agree with you. Yeah. And honestly, I was thinking like, if I don't even buy something in California, yeah. I at least want to buy something in Mississippi and Jackson yeah. in particular for that reason, because like it's the we're starting to see the inverse of white flight in Jackson mm-hmm. where. People are coming in, buying everything. Property values are, like, ratcheting gentrifying. up. Yeah, they're slowly mm-hmm. gentrifying Jackson mm-hmm. as much as that's possible at this mm-hmm. point. You know, so getting in there and, like, being, a, like, a ethical yeah. landlord yeah. is my idea of what I'd want to do. Yeah. You know? 
yeah, but this guy, I'm like, and then he had the nerve. I didn't pay my rent this month until he <laughs> came out and cut the weeds in the front yard. Oh, yeah, Do you remember? that's good, yeah. Weeds were my height. Why yeah. am I looking at weeds? Yeah, right. I'm 6'6". Six, six. Right. And I sent him a text. I was like, hey, you know, I get it. It's not a luxury. No, it's, it's not even that, though, because as landlords, it, they have to maintain the property. You're paying that money exactly. so that the property is maintained. So Exactly. <laughs> Bitches. Leeches. But the mail did come late. Because I put the check in on the fifth. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> like that's when he came with yeah. the you know the gardener or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't arrive until like the fifteenth, like this week. Hmm. I was like, whatever. What? Ask him like, how do you like waiting, bitch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I texted you a month ago. Yeah. So about the, yeah, you didn't even reply to the text. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, death to landlords. Mal was right. No, but um. So the fridge didn't fit in your oh yeah garage. Could have that had was extra a fridge, whole right? debacle. But yeah, let me tell you. So I was getting dinner with a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. and she was just like, "Oh well, the fridge somehow came up randomly." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh well, I need to get rid of this fridge." This is on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. She said, "I need to get rid of this fridge by Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I just bought it. It's seven months old. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want it? Like, I need to get rid of it." I was like, bet. She's mm-hmm. like, I'll give you a really good price. Mm-hmm. I was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, I end up spending almost what it, what I paid for it, just mm. moving it from Glendale oh, to my Jesus. apartment. Yeah. Well, I mean, imagine if you paid like full price and so it's still worth it. Yeah. Right. Full price, it was twenty six hundred dollars for it. Yeah. So I got it for five hundred bucks. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I had to rent a truck. Yeah. Two dollies. Mm-hmm. It didn't fit out of her front door, so we had to, like, that was such a huge hassle. Yeah. Did you have to do it, like, out of the... I had to take the handles off, just get out of her door. Yeah. And then to get it up my stairs, I had to hire some guy, a guy from Home Depot, the parking lot. Thank the Lord. And that's that's another great thing about living in California. Yeah. Where there's an abundance of labor available. Yeah. Because in Mississippi, you can do that. Mm. Or... Like even I mean, Texas. Also, like if you think about it, like if you needed someone to just help you move a fridge, like where where would you go? Right, like where would you go? Like, yeah, thank the Lord, you know. Seriously. So I was. They did overcharge me. It's fine. I paid eighty bucks. Twenty minutes of help. But <laughs> good for him. Right, like, good for you. Like, come on, like you he know your value. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like I think one of the they know like. When they see a sweaty single man uh-huh. coming up asking for help moving a fridge, yeah, they just know like he's a mark, you know, like yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they they just thought like, oh, he needs help. He probably really needs help. Yeah, like you he know, prob- yeah, like obviously he's here because he has no one else to yeah, call, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's five thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, so clearly he needs to move. I just said I need to move it up a flight of stairs. They were like, oh. Yeah, it'll be 80 bucks. And I was like... Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it'd be an hour. i say, it'll be like 20, 30 minutes of work. Like, yeah. Literally, but I wouldn't have been able to get them stairs. Because I yeah, bought... Yeah. I bought a... I mean, I rented a dolly from Home Depot thinking, oh, I'll be able to just, you know, hoist this right yeah. up these stairs. When I tell you... It's because it's heavy? Or it's just the size it's heavy, of it? heavy. I'm just out of like shape. Oh, I see. <laughs> like, you know... And when I was 25... Yeah. I would have probably been able to do it. Yeah. 
But now I'm 30, going on 31, and I've been sitting for the past six years. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just not as, like, mm. buff as I used to be in that way. Mm-hmm. So, I got halfway up those stairs. I'm like, thank the Lord this man's here, because yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, so you left it on the stairs? Okay, well, I tried to move <laughs> it up myself first. Uh-huh. Got it stuck on my front stoop. Like, you know, oh, like, you have to make yeah, that yeah, little yeah, right-hand yeah. angle yeah, into yeah. my stuck right there because <laughs> i had the doors on still uh-huh um and thankfully there was some man walking down the sidewalk uh-huh and i was able to just ask him for help because oh, i was literally yeah, yeah. like stuck there oh shoot yeah and then my neighbor's maid was just waiting for me <laughs> in the stairwell because she couldn't get out yeah, so she's yeah. just looking at me and i'm like ah, right now that this is so embarrassing for you that's so embarrassing it's so embarrassing Thankfully, I was able to solicit help from this gentleman, and he yeah. just helped me um, like, move it back down the stu- steps because yeah. I was stuck. Like, and just my girth, Bosley. Bosley, come here. Oh, come, come here. I think because Roxas can see him. Yeah. All right, there. come here. That's it. That's it. But long story short, uh-huh. got it up there. Happy about it. Mm-hmm. Put the doors back on. Um, it was worth the struggle. But I know this when I move out. I will, Bosley, come back over here. I will be hiring movers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you do ah, with the other fridge? Bosley, come here. Oh, he, I, he, he helped me wheel that one back down. Literally, he guy got in the garage. He was just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gave him his little money. He yeah. took off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So essentially, long story short, I got a new fridge, and I'm very happy about that. We're entering the stage in life where I'm excited about appliances. <laughs> um, you know, it's not like I didn't have, like, a nice fridge, like, growing up or anything. Uh-huh. Like, we had, like, you know, the same, as soon as they came out, right? Uh-huh. But when you, like, are just living without a, yeah. <laughs> a good, a decent fridge. Yeah. And you're, like, for me, it was that the refrigeration part was at the bottom, too. And because I'm tall, I had to, like, crouch down super low to get to anything. Wait, what do you mean? Like, so, like, the freezer compartment's on the top. Yeah. And so the fridge is on the bottom. Oh, and so like right. if I need it's something, like I have to French just, yeah, 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 I have to like mm-hmm. crouch down extra low. Mm-hmm. I would have to get on my hands and knees sometimes to get certain things if it was like further back. Yeah, yeah. So this was just much, like how undignified is that? Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> you God. just walk in and I'm on my hands and knees trying to get something out of the fridge. Like that was my reality. <laughs> um, things that are on my to buy list. I need to buy some more pants, y'all. Like, ugh. I, I don't wear pants anymore. COVID, COVID. ruined my relationship with, with pants. pants. Oh. <laughs> no, mine was way pre-COVID. No, I hate honestly, pants. Honestly, <laughs> I used to like and fashion just in general. Kind of honestly, a little yeah, bit. me too. Just a little. I bit. I used to take it way more seriously. <laughs> yeah. And then same. now I'm like, honestly, um, this loungewear be so comfortable. It's so Look what I rolled up in, like a extra large, Looking like real cozy. I'm telling you, like I I can't. I don't yeah. like to wear anything, like, restrictive anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't like it. I'm like, <clears throat> after experiencing, like, the testicular freedom that I have <laughs> during COVID, like, uh-huh. I don't want to go back to, like, tight little pants, you know? Yeah. Thankfully, like, larger pants are in style now. So, I just need to get more of those. And yeah. I think that's, <clears throat> you know, I think, <clears throat> you know, like, Barack Obama had the dad jeans, like, you adopt a certain style and you kind mm-hmm. of keep it your whole life. Mm. I think I'm developing that style now. Mm. Where, like, before it was a little more, like, following trends. Mm. Now it's feeling like 
this is what I'm comfortable in. This is what I like. And this is what I'm going to keep wearing until yeah. I don't want to anymore. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I just need to get more, like, pants that are more in line with that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and not as, like... Like, athleisure. Kind not of fully like... athleisure, but, like, like a date night pant. And, like, a going out a grocery store pant. You know, like a light-colored... Not a light-colored jean. I'm too... My legs are too big for that. Man, I wish I could wear light-colored I jeans. I just it's... can't. They show every fucking it's dip just... and nook and cranny in your fucking... Yeah, it's just too much. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't too like... much. Like... <laughs> There's just too much leg yeah. and like hips and body for mm. that. <laughs> just a little too sexy Let's for like clergy. Fucking thick. It's a little too like fat. Yeah. That's what it is. Like the pH fat, not yeah, the yeah, FAZ yeah. fat. Right. So just but just like jeans in general. So I just need yeah. like some of those. So oh, that's God, I hate jeans. But like don't they have like I don't know about like menswear, but with um for women they have like um, yoga material, but they make like yoga pant pants material, but yeah, yeah. make it look more dressy. I guess. And I wear those actually for work. Uh huh. I love them. They're from yeah. um, Public Rec. Okay. It's like one of those like little smaller brands that uh-huh. does like um more like like elevated basics. Oh okay. But those pants are like yoga pants. Like mm-hmm. little, they're so stretchy and they're mm-hmm. meant to just. They're called the everyday, all day, everyday, anywhere pant yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And they're made out of yoga pant material. Mm-hmm. And I love them. They're yeah. so... I wear them every day for work. But. Yeah. Yeah, I've been buying a lot of clothes from Old Navy mm-hmm. because they have, like, like elevated basics. Sizes. Yeah, the sizes are, yeah. are all-inclusive, and they're, like... Um, it's very, like, well-made. Like, thick material, mm-hmm. and um, everything has, like, lining in it. Like, it's okay. really well-made. Good, good. Um, and it's, like, relatively cheap. They always have, like, sales and whatever, but yeah. um, it's just a lot of, like... Nice cotton stretchy stuff, which I like. I mean that too. I'm like, why yeah. we like we have moved on from what did they used to wear? Burlap or whatever, you know, like uh-huh. we have better materials now yeah. to make things out of. So I'm gonna just start you know, I'm just get some wide cut, wide leg pant Levi's. For me though, I feel like just... you can wear like a basic outfit, quote unquote basic, but like accessorize and it'll look nice, right? Like with your bag or your shoes. Yes. Um because I have like, yeah. so I'm getting some tops and stuff like that I like and everything, mm-hmm. but I just find I don't have pants to wear them with now. Mm. You know, I'm just like, what? But like even tops, like if you wanted, like if you have like a linen like cover thing or like a button up, mm-hmm. it's like comfortable, it's breezy and they have like prints and stuff and yeah. make it look more dressy than not. So I will say this, as much as I'm trying to accept my new, my body and everything, I still end up looking like, I feel like I look like. A dad who like abuses their wife. <laughs> you know, like okay, like the what I'm wearing now, right? Uh-huh. Like I tucked this in. Okay. And I had a pair of diggies on earlier, right? Uh-huh. I was just like, I look like that mechanic that like abuses his wife in every movie. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but okay. Like, just, Maybe like, it's the dickies. Maybe it was the dickies. dickies. Yeah. It was just like a little much. So I was just like, you know, I'm not at the like, oh, I still look good in anything mm. part yet. I'm mm-hmm. just like i slow my roll a little mm, bit, mm-hmm. make a little tweaks here and there, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I have a vision, but it's not working. Like, it's working in my mind. Mm-hmm. But in execution, in reality, it's not coming out the way I want it to look. Yeah. For, like, the thing about, I don't know about for, like, men, but for women, when you wear, like, baggy stuff that's comfortable, really big, like, oversized, um, it's seen as, like, oh, like, frumpy, lazy, you don't want to, like, look good. 
works. Which is so annoying. But then when smaller people do it, it looks good. It's so Have you seen those those fucking bitches who wear like the ugliest fucking outfit? Or not even ugly, it's just so basic and oversized and they're like trying to post it on fucking like fashion blogs and shit. I'm like That's all men's fashion. The men's fashion part of Instagram. Yeah. I'm just like this is not fashion. This yeah. is what I what we wear like night like yeah. every day. Yeah. You're just thin. Like mm-hmm. you just are a thin person. Like mm-hmm. so it mm-hmm. looks good on you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but then yeah. like that's what I'm saying. Like you just recognize like how certain things work for them, their body types. Right. Right. I end up looking like wife abusing a mechanic. So but see, I don't I don't think that it's it's not that you look that way. I think that people have kind of made a stereotype about the look. Or maybe I just need to have my own work to do with fat phobia. Yeah, you might just need to unlearn all of that stuff. I may need just to just unlearn that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Period. St- stomach's out in this summer, okay? <laughs> I don't know about saying. that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Let's go, Christian, right now. Crack like, top. The thing is, like, I the stuff that, like, makes... The people that... Or the stuff that I wear that people say looks the best on me is, like, really tight stuff. But I'm like, I don't... I don't know. It it's makes restricting. Me so yeah, I don't like it. So I've rolled my <laughs> my. I've rolled. No, you my know what you should vest do. Up. No, take it out. Take it out. Okay. And then like kind of bunch it right here, and then put it in like that, like no, a bra. Like a Britney Spears. Yes. No. No. Put it in this way. No. Make it like this a bra. This is about accepting my body and my stomach, Christiane. <laughs> I've rolled my shirt up to make a crop top, guys. To release the kraken. Period. 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 Accepting our bodies. Period. How's it look? <laughs> look at your face in this one. <laughs> <laughs> you look like I'm like I don't know what you're accepting, pregnant. but um, <laughs> pregnant. No, this one's good though. I like this one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. <laughs> Period. Yeah, we're gonna post that as yeah. well. <laughs> Is your stomach your main thing that you don't like to show? Well, I just feel like it makes, like, it. that's what made my outfit look wife-abusing mechanic. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm just, re- my goal in life, mm-hmm. I don't want a six-pack for anyone but myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted a 4.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I graduated law school, I was like, I'm going to have a 4.0, yeah. like, I did not have a 4.0 <laughs> in my entire average. Uh-huh. But I did get one one semester. <laughs> That's what That's, matters. You got a 4.0, didn't I you? got it. And you I was weren't like, specific yes. about like when or like where or whatever, under what conditions. Right? Like, but you had one. So what? My mental health fell apart one semester. The point is, <laughs> I got it at one point. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about my abs. Like, I want a six-pack, and I don't care how long yeah. they stay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I will achieve them. Yeah. You know, so that's my goal. Okay, so here's my thing. So you were saying that your belly is the thing that made you look like you beat your wife. But what I think it is is that those people tend to be... Portrayed beer, as... No, no, no. no. They oh. tend to be beer drinkers, alcoholics, and that it's a beer belly. Not mm. necessarily, like, big. You know what I mean? Mm, mm. That's probably what it is. Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> Look at us. It's dismantling. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that's pretty much like pants. pants. What else what else is on What your else on my to buy list? <laughs> that's really it. Um, yeah, I just honestly wanna be 
I'm just going to continue to make progress. I'm not going to, yeah. like, speak it out. But, yeah, I'm just making that little progress, like, working on myself. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm making a conscious effort to just, Michael, the next thing I want to be talking about buying yeah. is, like, some property. You know? Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. I just want to be, like, in that place in my life, in that stage. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, like, really cut out everything else. Speaking of fat phobia, like, you know how I was telling you about... Let's talk about it. We have to talk about it. <laughs> but, okay, so first of all, just, like, without Bard context... Ass. What is it? They, Lardo. So Lardo. <laughs> basically, like, people had a road... Like, they had road rage against me, and they were, like, yelling out the window, like, you fucking Lardo. <laughs> and objectively, it's funny. It's fucking funny. But the thing is, like, I've I've done a lot of work to, like like disassociate myself from like that kind of those words because years ago I would have cried on the spot if someone said that to me but I'm like I don't it it doesn't affect me anymore yeah Yeah, and I'm just like okay like is that all you have to say because that's all they kept saying I'm like anything else like uh, come on let's let's use your brain but there was nothing it was always just like Lardo. 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 <laughs> it's so it's objectively funny. And I'm just like like I want it to be like, oh my that was good. You know? Straight but off the, the off the fucking off, off the, ramp. Yeah. Lardo. <laughs> From the playground to damn, the off ramp. Right? She took God that. Damn. But um She said, I'm gonna get her with this one. Lardo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it you know, it doesn't that's not what bothered me about that whole road rage incident. That was like the funniest part of it. So, in terms of like fat phobia, like I'm kind of over that, which is like really good. I was like thinking about it. I'm like, oh, that didn't even like phase me. But a couple of years ago, that would have like sent me like spiraling, but not Dang, anymore. Growth, yeah, y'all. right. Growth. Right? Yeah, and actually, that's really true. Yeah. Because I'll never forget. Oh my God, I was a kid. Uh huh. I was like real self conscious of my body, like uh-huh. you know, like all children. I think uh-huh. I feel like in our generation, ooh, I my sister brought up Abercrombie, how much she likes Abercrombie yeah. now, and actually Abercrombie has a lot of good stuff. Uh huh. Still not in the largest uh-huh. sizes, but they go up to two X, which is cool. okay. And I was thinking, like back in the day, Abercrombie used to where my self confidence went to die. Mm-hmm. Abercrombie because it wasn't just. The polo, it was the models, right? In there, yeah. it was the like messaging, like, yeah, if you're over a certain size, you know, yeah, yeah, make yeah. shit for you, yeah, and, yeah, we, yeah. and we know it, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And like, oh my goodness, the way that place used to like tear me up. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't think I've ever wanted to like buy anything from Abercrombie, just my personal style. But what I went in there a few times with like my friends and stuff, and I was just like looking at everything, I'm like. I don't think I yeah. I don't think I've ever fit into anything here cuz it's not even just like my actual like size it's also like my body type just like the shape of my body like yeah, yeah. it just would not I couldn't wear anything in there and it's so embarrassing to like walk through a place that you could literally you cannot be a patron of like there's nothing in there for you and they make it very clear that there's nothing in there for you yes. and they stare at you as if like why are you in here oh my it god it was very aggressive yeah. it was yes. aggressive back mm-hmm. in the day like and I remember like I couldn't fit Abercrombie really after because they're yeah. extra large. That's all they went up to. Remember, uh-huh. it was like extra large, and I fit that in middle school. Uh-huh. Like, and so in in eighth grade, I was coming out of my like emo, uh-huh. you know, my studded belt era. So <laughs> I never left that. Era. I'm, 
Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I was really making waves as a black person mm. who wore Abercrombie. They were like, you're black. You're like, you can't wear that. Yeah. 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 And then I was like, well, I only got one more year. <laughs> this is it. It's so, like, by the time I was, like, freshman year, it was like, yeah. that's over. But then, like you said, going to the stores with your friends. Yeah. And knowing nothing in here fit for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Yeah. It does. Oh, Secession, actually. I felt a certain way. Did you oh. watch Secession? I watched the first episode, but I mm-hmm. was really upset about it, so I didn't continue it. Oh, it's so good. It was <laughs> yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah, I've heard The second really and third seasons were uh-huh. bomb. Okay. The fourth, which was the final season. Yeah, the last one. The ending, kind of, can I, can I give you some no. spoilers? I'll probably watch it. Okay. So no. <laughs> no, it's good. Like, okay. but I would like to hear your thoughts about it. Cause I have, I had a lot of thoughts. On Brittany and ending? I, yes. Okay. Brittany and I were sending voice messages back and forth oh, okay. for like. I'll watch it. 10 minutes. Cause I, I asked my friend who watched it and I was like, does it get better? Like, do their personalities get better? Cause <laughs> I, I can't handle, like, you, do you remember the first episode with the baseball game? It was a baseball game, and um, oh yeah, when they yeah. flew out to the field, mm-hmm. and then and, yeah, yeah. he was like, "Oh, I'll give you a million dollars to that um, the helps kid." Yeah, yeah. I was like, mm, "I don't, crazy. yeah, I don't know if I can handle this if it's like this for four seasons." So I asked him, and he was like, "No, it gets better." So I'll probably watch it. Actually, you know what? Yeah, they said Roman is just an ass. Roman yeah. is still an ass, <laughs> uh-huh. but despite himself, but you start to like identify with him, yeah, yeah, a little more. So you, it's less in your face. Yeah, the first season though really established who they are, like uh-huh. really kind of like. But see what I mean face. about the emotional labor thing, because I'm like I don't know if I can handle. All there's of not this that much. There's no more like putting down poor people. Oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> I get why because yeah, I don't think I would have continued because I don't like that. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah. My inner social justice warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I wish I had that much money to throw around though. Right? Damn. Just give it to me. But give see, it to like, needs if it. I if I was in that position to give a million dollars, I would just give it. I'm like, here you go. You look like you want Change a million your dollars. Life. Yeah, like, can right? you just having a Jesus. maid that's like worked for your family forever? That video I sent you, did you watch it? Which one? I On Instagram. I think it was Instagram. It was the one um she ha- oh no I think it was a link on the text on text, it was this white family who had a Filipino nanny that worked for them for like thirty years and she finally like retired but she was getting fucking cleared on the internet for the video that she posted because it was so like she was basically just talking about indentured servitude <laughs> about this nanny oh I didn't watch that yeah, yet yeah you have to watch I it. was like walking out the house when you said that oh to me. my god that uh no it is and yeah. honestly that's why I have not traveled to yeah Dubai yep mm-hmm. I have not traveled anywhere in like the Middle East because that's literally all they're doing you know what the, you know so they have um agencies in the Philippines to convince people to yes know. and then they like lose their paperwork and they're, they're literally stuck there they're literally trafficked in mm-hmm. like you know it's those places yeah and then they're working in, what are we, what were we just talking about, like, the climate-wise? Uh, it's called the, the zero, no, the dot, the drop temperature, <laughs> um, water wet bulb temperature. Oh, okay. They have, like, wet bulb events there oh, in the summer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So where, like, the wet, a wet bulb event, for those who don't know, is when, like, the heat and humidity in the exterior environment um, is, like, so intense that it takes, that it, Makes your body incapable of s- releasing that heat into the atmosphere via sweat, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Could I have worded that better? No. Yes. Probably. No, that, no. But okay. yeah, like, 
So long story short, they're having those events now because of global yeah. warming. And they're bringing these people in there and they're like in these working in these super dangerous environments or working at night. Oh, when they built the um to build the World Cup in Qatar or something. What yeah, so they yeah. had those worker farms and stuff out there. It was just like this is crazy. It was insane. Like people were literally die like they were dying in front of people's eyes and rushing. Yeah. No, it was crazy. But yeah, that that's what happens to a lot of like Filipino people. And then so this this bitch on the fucking video, she was like she was kind of like, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm really um upset about making or about sending her back home cuz I don't know if her family can take care sending of her." her back home. I was like, "What do you mean you don't know if her family can take care of her? Like, who are you fucking like <laughs> And if anything, if you really cared, you should have made sure her family could take care exactly. of her by setting her up financially so that she was able to live a decent life she, in the Philippines. She hasn't seen her daughter ever. Like, ever. like she had her baby and she left. That's crazy. And she hasn't seen her in like 30 years. That's an incredible sacrifice. Exactly. Make. That's why I'm just like, what you, oh, I don't know if her family can take care of her. Bitch, you literally took her away from her family. You should have sent her home every year if you wanted Absolutely. to really, you know, Absolutely. take care of her. Absolutely. And she was also incapacitated, handicapped because of all the hard labor she did for this family. So when she was filming this lady in the airport, she was like, oh, they're wheeling her around like a queen. But it's because she couldn't walk <laughs> because she couldn't fucking walk. So I'm just like you the way that they like water shit down, it's make it so seem like, yes, it's, it's ugh, gross. She was like literally like, like, you know having a limp just trying to walk and mm, I don't like it. I, I don't like, like it either. I don't. <laughs> yeah. And actually, well, I know he doesn't listen to this podcast, so I'm not going to worry about it. Mm-hmm. I have a friend from undergrad who like is from a like wealthy Southern family. Uh-huh. And like, we've had to have convers- some uncomfortable conversations yeah. about race or I've had to tell him like, where'd your grandfather get the money to start his mm-hmm. company? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, who owned that land? Mm-hmm. You know, everything we've had to have those conversations. No, the rebel flag is not something you we should take those monuments down. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's part of history, but it's not a good part of history. Yeah, right. Like, long story short, he had a housekeeper, mm-hmm. like who like he grew up like it was giving the help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and they were like at the wedding and stuff. I was mm-hmm. like, it was just uncomfortable. Like, yeah. it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know we watched Downton Abbey and we're okay with it, but like somehow that seems more palatable than what. Yeah, I think it's like. I think it's because we know it's like fiction. I know it's based. It's like a period drama, and it's based in like historical events. But I think it's like it's dramatized in a certain way. Dignity assigned to those people that Mm -hmm. like here in America or like in real life maybe or here in America it just feels more like. Could they have said no? Mm Hmm to attend the wedding could they have said no yeah right probably not like would they feel comfortable doing that probably yeah. not you know yeah. it's like i don't know i was reminded of i know we always end up talking about race and stuff mm-hmm. but i was reminded recently of um a story came out you know because a lot about a lot of the um, republican rolling back of um or just attack on history education yeah and um, like critical race theory critical like, race yeah, mm-hmm. theory and just the way public institutions deal and talk about race yeah. and actual american history like yeah. the reality of that and its real impacts um a teacher in ap american literature class mm-hmm. assigned uh tanisa or Ta-Nehisi coates book mm-hmm. about race mm-hmm. 
with the questions of just being, do you think racism is a real thing? Like, <sighs> right? Like, the basic stuff, yeah. right? This was in South Carolina. Some students, probably because it was a ta code school, uh-huh. right? Said they this was making them feel uncomfortable <laughs> and ashamed to be white. Mm. And so the school, the, the state or the teacher had to restructure their AP curriculum. Oh my God. To make these white students feel more comfortable about their history because they were feeling uncomfortable. Do you see the lengths they, they go through to ease their, you know, their comfort or to make them feel less uncomfortable? That's why it pissed me off. Yeah. Because I was just thinking like, your history is uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, face it, like, yeah, history. right. And, like, there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. inherently with you. Mm-hmm. But you, as a white person, have to grapple with that. Yeah. The right. same way I, as a black person, right. had to grapple with slavery. See, like, that's the thing. They're totally fine with us right. dealing with the consequences right. of their his- actions and us grappling with that, but they don't want to grapple with it and they shouldn't have to. You know how Crazy. you, you know how you just said, like, I know we always talk about race, but the thing is, it's like, it's because our race is always constantly yes. put in our face. Like, of course I would love to live without you thinking are. about how fucking race affects my life. Of course I would, but I can't. But it's like, I can't Everything stop talking is, about yeah. it because y'all don't want to do it. Exactly. You can't move on because exactly. y'all don't want to deal with it. Exactly. Because then y'all turn around and look at us like, why can't mm-hmm. we just move on? Why can't we? While exactly. While being horribly racist right. and everything else. Right, exactly. It's like, if y'all would just deal with this and move on, we can all move on as a yeah. society. Right. Right? Like, right. Because they they want they don't want to look back they just want us to like forget about it I'm like no you... they really want to erase it exactly like it never happened I think I told you about this there was a um a textbook in um a Texas high school talking about slavery and the way that they described it was African laborers traveled on um ships to America and I'm like that no that's not what happened <laughs> and like. If people had no idea about what slavery was, like, from their family, like, from home, and they only learned it in school, would why would think, they, yeah, why would they ever think that it was... They just there by choice, and 8 million Africans didn't die in the transcontinental, just in transit. Right. Not even getting, Just like, in yeah. transit. Mm-hmm. Not even the ones who arrived and right. then were brutalized until they died. Just the ones in transit. It was, like, 8 million of them. Yeah, right. Oops, sorry. No, that's right. Died. <laughs> yeah. Just in the crossing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, let's talk about that. Yeah. And let's talk about how y'all were eating them mm-hmm. in the crossing. Right? Y'all were using their blood as sunscreen. Yeah, right. Oof, engaging God. in active black cannibalism. White people eating them on the ship. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that, right? It's like, we can't move on until y'all actually grapple with your history and do yeah. better. You yeah, know? Right. And like, like, the thing, the reason why they need to like really reconcile with their history is because they're still benefiting from everything that led up to it we're still you know being held back from everything all of the events that led to like today so if you're not gonna like actually reconcile with what happened and make like a concerted effort to like change the way things are structured now then what's the point if we're just gonna continue like this like you know post-slavery or like you know neo-slavery i guess like now what's the point what are we moving on from then it's just a different iteration of it yeah exactly it Mm -hmm. is a different iteration of it right and it's like the simple fact i don't remember right when january 6th was that 2020 january 6th um the insurrection thing yeah or was that 2021 
think 2021. It was 2021 because, yes, he's yeah. 2020. Yeah. yeah. Um, or was it 2020? Because he was... No, not 2020. That man was elected in 2016. Right? Was it 2020? No, I think it was 2021. Yeah. Oh, because he was inaugurated in 2021. Yeah, 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 you're right. January 6th, Sonia Renee Taylor talked about how, like, white supremacy... And she she was using a lot of words, right? She Uh said, like, white supremacy delusional amnesia will kill us all. Mm -hmm. And I was like... That's a word salad, but like when you think about what that actually means, yes, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Like, white supremacy delusional amnesia. Like, she said, like, white supremacy requires a forgetting, like, right, it requires a softening of right. like the hard edges of history exactly. so that it can perpetuate itself, right? Because, exactly. Like, otherwise, like, you'd have to actually grapple with the fact, yeah, the savagery of your history the thing and is, like how yeah. crazy inhumane that is. The way that it has like infiltrated every aspect of our like society of living of everything of like modern Western society. It's hard to like actually see like, Oh, that is white supremacy because it's so like ingrained. That's with exactly what she went on to say. She yeah. said, it's like your fish is in water mm-hmm. of white supremacy. So like, we're asking you to identify the water around right. you and you can't. Right. Because right. you're so steeped in white right. supremacy. Like, right. you know, and it's like... It's just like, what is that word? Omnipres- omnipresent. It's, it's yeah, just... It is omnipresent. Yeah. And they've codified it into everything. Yeah. You know? And it's like... Right. It affects black people. Yeah. It affects black people. I was talking to another friend about how, like, you don't ever hear about... This is moving on to a different topic, but it's, mm-hmm. like, related to white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And this is why I say, like, white supremacy changed so much about the way I viewed the world around mm-hmm. me, and even myself, mm-hmm. and blackness. Mm-hmm. No other race of people says, when they're going through it with their significant other, I'm never dating... You never hear a Latino man. I'm never dating another Latino woman again. Mm-hmm. You never hear a white man. I'm, I don't date white women. Mm-hmm. You'll hear black men. I don't date black women anymore. There's just too much. They're just too this. They're just too that. Mm-hmm. And we'll turn around and go through it mm-hmm. with a white woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You never hear black women sometimes do the same thing. We're like, I'm not dating another black man. Da, 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 da. And then we'll be accepting anything from Brad and Tad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the standard will be like one way for us. Mm-hmm. If we're dating each other and in the floor, mm-hmm. all those like, yeah. Checkpoints you had for a significant other, yeah. they're flying out of the window. Yeah. yeah. If they're white. Right? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And like part of that is inherently anti black mm-hmm. and based in white supremacy. Like it's it's we all have to deal with it. Yeah. Like and I'm saying like yeah. maybe that's a conversation we have with more black people and like black women in the room. But like that's just what I've observed. Yeah. And I think it's just crazy. like so I was working with a guy who was like, I don't date black women. I'm like, you're saying that out loud? Like, that's something to be proud yeah, of? Like, yeah. that's crazy. And I've never heard a white man say that. From, never. So from, like, my perspective as, like, a Filipino woman or, like, just Asian, it's not so much that, like, men or women say, like, I will never date another Asian or I will never date, like, my race. What they, they don't say it outright, but they're always talking about, like, racism and all this shit but they're always with a white man white woman they always seek out white partners they'll never say like oh i'm never gonna date an asian but they always date white people so they're they're careful about what they say but you'll always see them with the white partner yeah like always yeah yeah and it's like and we'll go through it with their white partner like Mm -hmm. we will go through it i mean like we'll still 
deal with all the difficulties that come with that comes with being in a partnership yeah. or like yeah. in relationships like yeah. they will deal with that but they won't attribute it to their race right yeah you know or like as a part of the way all people of that race act yeah right so it's just like yeah down with white supremacy that's all Period. i gotta say down with white supremacy <laughs> like recognize it and just like unthink it I'm the thing is i just feel like i think we talk about this all the time how the solution is so fucking simple but just educate yourself yeah it's, it's, it's hard how, like the thing is like how are you gonna educate yourself too if like your fucking textbook says african laborers traveled on ships here you know what i mean that's why it's so like nefarious and it's so hard because it's like how would you know to research something that you have no idea about you know I what know, i mean because i was just like when i was provided with alternative facts yeah i was like whoa what that's i was why, taught i was lied to that's like, why all of that shit all that all of this fucking hoopla about like watering down history whitewashing history is fucking scary it's scary because hell. we need to be able to like have these kids choose to like learn on their own like volition like what they want to and maybe start questioning things but you know if you're taking everything the, away how are they gonna know and the thing that's is why now, it's scary because yeah of, like, tiktok and the way like Facebook yeah. algorithms are you're only exposed to what you already believe in right and so like that's why so many people are well we've already talked about this right that's why there's polarization like mm-hmm. in these extremes because mm-hmm. like we're only getting you know the young turks and well i you know like the algorithm gives yeah, me yeah, what yeah. i want to see yeah and it gives them the, all the lies yeah <laughs> that, right. you know like so it's um it is scary and I think, yeah. honestly, if we don't, I don't know what the solution is, but I really feel like for people who know better, like, there has to be some sort of, like, this is the truth, like, and we're standing by that we're going to teach people that. Mm-hmm. Because I just really feel like in this upcoming generation, all the lives they're being fed, especially yeah. in places like the South, like, these white people. It, I'm scared of the the young white kids who are being fed a lot of lies in this highly polarized environment mm-hmm. and they're going to become dumb, ignorant adults who are going to continue down this path of like radical right leaning, yeah. you know, conservative, you know, they're, we're going to have yeah. to grapple yeah. with them later you know, and the decisions they make later, you know, in our lives. Yeah. And in, that's scary. In my own community, what I've seen a lot is that, a lot of native Filipinos lately, they've been having this really like scary nationalistic, like they've been touting a lot of like nationalistic sentiment about like Filipino Americans are not Filipino and they try to like separate themselves from it. The thing is they disparage like the American and Filipino American. Like sometimes I'll see on like comments and stuff. It's like Filipino American is like, um, what is the word? It's um, derogatory. They, like, say shit like that about, like, Filipino-Americans. Or um, there was this one incident where this girl who graduated college, she's Filipino, she wore the stole with a Filipino flag. Mm-hmm. People were, Native Filipinos were, like, trying to fucking chastise her for that, saying, like, it's against the law to wear the flag like that. You Like, you only fucking wear Filipino, like, aesthetic, like, it's for the aesthetic. You don't understand the culture. You guys are fucking culture vul- vultures and shit. And we're just like, wait, what? First of all, this whole, like, thing about flag you know, flag worship is totally based in, like, colonialism and Western ideals. Because, like... Do you think it came about as a response to colonialism? No. So the thing is... But the thing is, in the Philippines, 
they're always talk. first of all, when they talk about Filipino-Americans, they talk about, like, oh, your adjacency to whiteness. That's what they hate about Filipino-Americans, white supremacy. But in the Philippines, you'll walk into any fucking house, you'll see, like, they're called um, whitening soaps. Yeah, yeah. Every fucking family has, like, they have the papaya whitening soap and all this shit. And not only that, they love um, mixed race people. They always, like, uplift those people as celebrities and, like, the standard of beauty and all that stuff. So mm. they have their own things to deal with in terms of, like, colonial, deco- decolonizing, like- color- not even just, like, colorism, because they love the idea of, like, American... They love American culture and they eat American culture up, but they will, they try to distance, distance themselves from it in terms of Filipino Americans. So they'll, they'll, it's really weird. It's so weird. It's like, it's separating our community in a really weird way because they want, I, I don't like to use the term jealousy because especially with my own community because i think it's not nuanced enough to really explain like it's like you love it but you also hate it for the fact that you don't have it yes right so you know they want in their own like you hate others that have it because you love it but you also hate it because it's also erased some of your culture it's not even that though because the culture that they're talking about is so based in colonization and western ideals so their their thing was it's against the law to wear the flag in um to wear the flag in any sort of like costume or any way that's not like uplifted like a flag right Mm -hmm. used as a flag but that's an american law it was based off of american law we have those laws in america about like wearing flags and shit but no one fucking follows that and it's like how is graduation regalia a costume she achieved this thing that was not always accessible to our communities. Proudly exactly. Made it. Yeah. So, like, you know, the thing is, they're talking about law. First of all, legality has nothing to do with morality. It has nothing to do with... Not at all. Right? Like... Not at all. And so that's why I'm like, you're... Because oftentimes white people have... Manip- or, well, in America, I will say. Yeah. White people have manipulated the law to affect particular groups. Exactly. To oppress particular exactly. groups. Simply because they can. It lacks so much historical context to talk about, like, you're breaking the law. Because, yeah. first of all, we're not in the Philippines. Second of all, you're you're totally ignoring the nuance and the context of this girl wearing it. Because she's doing it for a reason, or to represent her community that's historically been misrepresented in this country. Yes. But you're ignoring all of that and talking about the legality of wearing it. Which is already based in Western colonial ideals. Because the modern Filipino flag was literally, the colors of it were literally taken from the American flag because of their presence in the Philippines. And we don't talk enough about no. that period oh. of American history at all. It's awful what awful. they did in the Philippines. They just basically said, everybody else is doing it, so why aren't we? Right. And we went over to the Philippines and did it. Right, exactly. And, the, like, they had the fucking audacity to fucking talk about the British. And then they went over there and did the same shit. Yes. Please, get out of here. But yeah, it was just like they took those colors from the flag, the American flag, and put in the Filipino flag. So I'm just like, do you hate America? Do you love America? You're not being consistent here because you're upset about us wearing this flag because you're saying that we're trying to represent our culture in a, a unlawful way. You know what it feels like? Kind of like I don't want to bring this to Beyonce, but bring it to <laughs> Beyonce. 
bring it to Beyonce. I'm thinking about when Beyonce released Black is King, right? Uh-huh. Which was a whole album and a visual album embracing African culture, right? Mm. And like the whole intent of it, yeah. you know, it was supposed to coincide with the release of the new Lion King. Oh, movie. yeah. And so it was like a work, and I loved it. I think it's uh-huh. honestly one of her best things she's ever done, uh-huh. like Vigella. Um, and like the way she made she her individualized take on varied types of African music, uh-huh. but then there was like this whole group, and like while it was being celebrated, uh-huh. there was like this other group of African people who were like, "She's just here using our culture as a costume." I was gonna say, yeah, her whole intent behind even presenting it, yeah, in the way that she did, yeah, was to say, "Look at this culture. Look how beautiful this." Okay, is. here's the thing. So I was gonna say that too. I was like, I know that there are like. Native Africans, because I've seen it before where Native Africans talk about African Americans and they're like, no, you're, you don't call yourself African because you're, you know, they say stuff like that, right? It's kind of the same thing. But the thing is, it's like when they say stuff like, oh, you're wearing it for the aesthetic, you're just wearing it because it benefits you. But when has it ever been beneficial to represent your culture? A minority culture, right? a particular minority Out culture. Out in the open. It's never socially beneficial to do that. It has never been. In fact, it's kind of... Only in like inclusive accepting spaces. Right. But like in general, in society, in American, you know, society... We need more Filipino representation. In fact, it's it's actually kind of... What's the word I'm looking for? It's radical to do that. To be so open about like your culture and where you're from. Because when my parents moved here... And not just my parents, but just like the that generation in general, they didn't teach us how to speak the language because their goal was assimilation. And I can't blame them for that because it was for safety, right? Because if, I mean, even now, when you talk about when people are speaking Spanish out in the open, how many fucking people come around and say, speak English, you're in fucking America, right? So it's about assimilation. And I can't blame them for that. Like, it's because of all of this, like, colonization and safety, like you said, but um, that's why, like, wearing it as an aesthetic to benefit us, it makes no, it makes no historical sense because it's never been beneficial to. I'm Filipino, you know, like out in the open. It's never been beneficial. And it's not like she was like getting some sort of like award. Or she was something. graduating. Like, she was just graduating. There, I, there were so many like communities of color where, like, this generation was the first to graduate to go to college. Why wouldn't you be proud of that, right? Yeah. Like, you should be, you should be proud of that. You should show, I, I'm the first in my family to do this, despite history. I'm a doing it. But that's why, like, it just lacks so much historical context. Yeah. Saying, like, oh, it's against the law. I'm like, okay, but what is this law I actually? Like that's just a, a, like, what you're saying, but the, the truth, the underlying truth right. is not that. Yeah, right. It, they were just, they were looking for anything to just kind of, like grasp onto to separate themselves from this idea of like being American, but they, they like to, the thing is they don't like disparage other communities in the diaspora. It's mostly just like Americans, which I understand. Like (laughs) I get it. I'm, but I was just like at the expense of your own community, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like why you know? include your own like, yeah. Filipino Americans in that? You know, instead of talking about us as like like othering us, our you lost should brothers and sisters. Yeah, like, you should think about how like we a lot of our families were forced here because there was the the colonization that happened in our native land kind of forced a lot of people out of it. Because how are they supposed to make for money? Opportunities, for right? opportunities. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're not thinking about, like, why we're here in the first place. 
I, I wasn't, I didn't say, hey, mom, make sure I'm born in Long, Long Beach, California. Like, <laughs> right. the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking of Bretman Rock's, I listened to his autobiography. Uh-huh. It is as shallow as you think it would be <laughs> yeah. for like a 27-year-old yeah. to write an autobiography, mm-hmm. right? But one of the important things he talks about, though, is the experience of being a child whose mother, mm-hmm. well, you know, he was like, or like eight or nine, mm-hmm. was just like, I'm going to go to America to work yeah. in Hawaii to make a better life or to send yeah. money home, you yeah. know, to you. Yeah. And even though they weren't like poor or whatever in the Philippines, yeah. they were pretty middle class, like, you know, still aspiring for better. Yeah. And his mom making the sacrifice of like leaving him behind yeah. right. to do that, you know, like right. that, that sounds awful. Like yeah. I wouldn't know if my mom left me when I was nine. That's awful. Yeah. You know, and like, that's a sacrifice a lot of people made mm-hmm. and there's nothing still making yeah. it's still making you know mm-hmm. now it's in places like Dubai or whatever it's mm-hmm. still coming to America still coming to America mm-hmm. still making those those sacrifices to provide a better life for the family <laughs> a lot of Filipino Americans like whenever they like get this like criticism from native Filipinos they're always like then don't fucking ask us for money anymore <laughs> right like don't fucking ask us for money okay then shut the fuck up yeah, exactly <laughs> seriously right like don't ask us for money then if you hate us so much being here, don't ask us for money. You know they're going to fucking ask. Send us your clothes. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> bitch. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. They I'm... have this idea that all American, like if you come to America as like a Filipino, you're like living a lavish life. That is not fucking true. There are so Brett many. said that too, actually. Bretman in the book. He said, he said like, that? Yeah. my conceptions of America was like, I'm going to be like, this is so fancy. Like, right? everything's yeah. going to be, like, so... And the reality was very different. <laughs> there are so many fucking Filipinos... Like, not even ghetto. just Filipinos, but, like, Southeast Asians who are in poverty here in America. They barely make a living wage. A lot of them, like... I, I know because I see the my community here. They're not making the type of money that you think that they are. And don't fucking think that they have some sort of, like, social advantage over you because they're jobs, here. jobs, like... It, we're we're all facing the same fucking you know colonialism white supremacy it's just a different side of the coin yeah. you just have to like really think about like our unique experiences that all stem from like this one thing yeah. it's it's really hard yeah i, I could, could you imagine the like i hate to like empathize with white people yeah like can you imagine just like having to grapple with the realization of like <laughs> In the same way that I, as a black person, had to grapple with the fact that, like, anti-blackness and colorism is a worldwide phenomenon that yeah. I have to deal with. Imagine being a white person and being like, dang, like, no matter where I go, like, my ancestors have messed up some <laughs> part of this globe. Like, we've just been all over. <laughs> see, the thing, they'll never see that because they what they That's... see is like, oh, like, they worship me here. Because in the Philippines, they love white people. They fucking love which white people. Which is crazy. People. Which is insane. It's Stockholm Syndrome. It's fucking crazy. I'm just like, why are you... Like, there was this guy on TikTok. His name was like the Gallo Kurt or something. Mm-hmm. White, as, white as can be. Extremely fucking white. Oh, gross. Yeah. Was he there for a wife? No. Well, I think his wife... Yeah. I think his wife was Filipino. But the thing is, he like speaks... He speaks Tagalog. He like learned Tagalog and shit. Mm-hmm. They, they're always like, oh my God, look at him. He actually learned the language. I'm like... Okay, so he could because he probably had the privilege to do that. 
he didn't have to worry about assimilation or his safety. Like, of course you don't he think just about came that. Here the foods, three dollars a day. I can live off three dollars a day. It pisses it pisses me off so bad. I'm just like, why are you completely uplifting this guy, and then when it's your own community who's actually suffering from like fucking white supremacy, you're just completely Crazy. disparaging them. Insane. And it's only the fucking native Filipinos who have a privilege of some sort that are saying this obviously because the people who actually have like problems that they like actual material their their material reality is threatened every day by things they don't have time to think about this stupid shit to call it kirk and kurt yeah, yeah. right they, of course they don't it's just the people who like i think they have like i said they have adjacency to like white supremacy over there and that's why they're like well how come i have it here but i'm not there yet kind of a feeling you know what i mean yeah 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 but um I don't know, babes. We just gotta unlearn it. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Like, I, I, I want to, like, I'm always talking about how, like, liberation will never come through, like, it will only come through solidarity. So I don't want to be like, you know, fuck you guys, like, fuck Native Philippines. I don't want to do that. But, like, if you're not even going to start, you know, thinking about how we're a part of your community, what are we doing here? That's what I'm saying. I feel the same way. Oh, like, my God. About, like, tribalism. I, I don't understand it. I don't. You know, granted, but like when I when I look at another African who's here, mm-hmm. African we're all like black, yeah, or just like someone from, okay. who's of African, like straight, oh, okay. you know, like or yeah. they're from Nigeria or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Like we're all just black, like yeah, right. We're all going through the same stuff. Like we're all gonna have to overcome the same anti blackness. Like yeah, right. We're all in this struggle together. So yeah. to me, parsing out, you know, not who to see that's wild. <laughs> <to me. laughs> But like, you know, your Evo, your mm-hmm. you know, Yoruba, and your da, 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 da. I'm just like, I don't. We're black. Yeah. We're black. Like you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like African Americans don't do this, but there's some of that too. You know? Yeah, yeah. Y'all, come on, we got to move on because we all have a common enemy, and that, that's, that's not what white I was people. Saying, it's seriously. not white people. Yeah, it's white supremacy. Right, right. Two different things. Yeah. You know, I love my white people Me too. in my life. I love my white people. It has nothing to do with individual Me people too. and i hate that i always have to say that because they know that they, they they don't have to like you know why are you talking about white people all the time they know that but it's just like the people who don't understand that whenever you say like white people they oh my god something like it triggers them where they're like why are you so racist against white people and it's just like oh my god nice. welcome to the club yeah, just... like experience racism like us there okay <laughs> <Yeah>. jesus <laughs> right so um Anyways. Anyway, we went teams. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of colonialism. <laughs> what else did I... Well, let's Jamaica was colonialized. Like, how did I fucking perpetuate capitalism this week? Um, I bought this bag. Oh, I got some new tattoos. Girl, she got a catch. Um, she got a new coach. She I got, got the two. two coaches, Gordon. Um, that was on sale. So I What was it? The, the dolly? P- pillow tabby. Tabby. Pillow yeah. tabby. It's so cute. It has my initial on it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have I purchased? Um, it's mostly just tattoos. Nothing tattoos. like material. Well, two tattoos, y'all. Tattoos. Two tattoos. No, I, I, think since, tattoos. I think since the last time we recorded, it was a little bit more than two. But Really? What else yeah. did you get? I got more on my leg here. Just like filler. Mm. Um, I want to fill in this. Can you think of like... I've been wanting, I'll show you something later, but I want to do like a... It's kind of like a black... But it's like a wispy cloud kind of thing, but it goes okay. up into your hand. A wispy cloud. Is it like the um like the Asian style kind of clouds? No, but it's kind of like 
I don't, but I feel like, is that too trendy? Like, well, that, I like it though. How long have you liked it? For, for a while? like, since I saw it. And when that was about like it? five months ago. Oh, maybe wait a little bit if you still like it in a couple months and get it. Because I want it in once, but I don't want to hold it in the hand. Mm. And like, I feel like the hand is where, like, that's a, Owen told me, like, mm-hmm. just get more tattoos ever elsewhere, like, before you do your hands. Like, he's Why? kind of traditional about that, oh, like, really? in a way. Like, not tattooing your Maybe hands? because he knows me, and he's just like, are you a hand tattoo person? Mm. But he doesn't want to say that. Mm, I see. Kind you of know? like, he, he kind of wants you to make sure that you don't, like, Regret fuck it. yourself over. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I, see, I see, I see. Like, yeah. Are you a hand tattoo? Then, you know, because mm. hand tattoos are, like, neck tattoos, and, like... Uh-huh. You know, it's like yeah, more yeah. visible, like right. no matter what you have on. Like if yeah, I put a right. long sleeve shirt on, you would never know I had tattoos. Like the highest one I have is this. But see, yeah. the thing is, I have hand tattoos. My feet are tattooed. Even when I'm wearing like the sweater, like this, sometimes when I like take off the things that are covering me, even mm. with my hand tattoos, they're like, "Oh shit, I didn't know you had tattoos like that." Even when these are like uh, out, I don't know. You, I would like your overall vibe. It matches, like, I don't know if my oh. vibe matches hand tattoos. What does that mean, though? If you have ha- if you have hand tattoos, then your vibe is hand tattoos. You know Maybe what I mean? Maybe that's why, because I've always known you'd have hand tattoos. Because mm-hmm. you were, like, you got your hand tattoos in, like, 19, didn't you? No, no, no. 2017. So, how old was I? Um, That was five years ago, right? Six oh. years ago? Yeah, so yeah. you were, like, 22 or 23. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know, like... Maybe, why don't you draw it on and see what it looks like? That's what I'll do. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Just like get a Sharpie one day. Yeah, just, yeah. See what it looks really like. Do. I love, I love hand tattoos. I want them. I, I, don't I just, why. I don't know. I, I like love hand tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to get an old It hurts way. though. Just say no. It won't. Because I took some of that numbing cream from you. So I'm just... Oh, you did? Okay. I, I didn't. No, I don't like... want to pussy out. Like I said, that guy on Instagram. Oh, getting full okay. anesthesia okay, for a minute, leg wait. tattoos. Okay, That's full so anesthesia busy. versus like topical um, um, numbing cream. It's different. Okay, it's different because it still hurts. True. Even if you have the numbing cream, it's just more tolerable. But the thing is, like the past few times that um, I've gotten tattoos, I always try to like put some on, but I'm always late. So I never put it on <laughs> in time. And so I just kind of stopped using it. Mm-hmm. And it like... The thing about tattoos is like it hurts, but it's never painful enough where you never want to get another one. That's true. And it's like once you're done with it, you it's like it doesn't affect you anymore. It's just in the moment it hurts, but it to me to like, me the healing is the hardest part more so than getting the tattoos. Healing is so easy for me. It's easy, but it like itches sometimes. Or I, That's true. I'll forget I have it, and I'll just like be in the shower. Yeah, yeah. Go over with my exfoliating. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I love to scratch. Like, Owen actually messaged me on Instagram. He was like, why the fuck would you say this? Like, why would you, like, scratch your fucking tattoos? Like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. But I'm like, I'm going to scratch a tattoo if I'm going to scratch a tattoo. First of all, Owen, <laughs> don't talk about anyone doing anything. Oh, by the way, Liv approves of my British accent. Who's Liv? His partner. His partner. Mm. Yeah, so. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Owen's just a hater. Owen's a big hater. If you listen to this, Owen, stop hating. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Like, even though I but like you my scratch tattoos. yours and they always look oh, fine. Oh yeah, I scratch the shit out of my tattoos. Like, wait, do you scratch or no, you just pat? I scratch. Like, That's I get wild. in there, I peel off the scabs, and I oh, put. I love. Oh my god! When, the, when the when they start I, peeling. Oh my god! I love. But like it. mine, uh-huh. I don't know. Like I feel like it goes deeper. 
like you know when it's like scabbing over mm. it'll like go deeper than just like the few top layers of skin like it'll bleed immediately when you pick the scab yeah like oh, mine if I does pick that. it it feels like it goes deeper than my skin oh. before it like heals oh. and so like it feels like it's taking some of the like black ink off you know well i yeah like if i bleed then i stop peeling it but if yeah. it comes off easily without like too much blood then yeah. i'm just like i'm Oof. peeling that shit yeah, I love that. Especially it's, when it's like really ooh. shaded in. Oh my god, I love it. Yes, when it flakes. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, mean, I love I it. I love it. Me too. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if there's like, but there's like a deep satisfaction. I that. love picking scabs. I love them. <laughs> like when you feel it crusty, you just like it up. Oh man, ooh. like when you feel it and it just like kind of like kind peels of like, off. In yes. The I'm telling you, nothing hits like that. <laughs> Top three feels of all time. Really, like Top that. Three. When you have that itch in your inner ear. Oh, when you, you hit Q, it when you Q-tip. hit a Q-tip. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. That and um, obviously coming. Out. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just fucking orgasming. <laughs> top feel. Maybe not top three. <laughs> top top two. Definitely pe- picking a scab. Yeah. Absolutely. Third one's definitely buzzing. Pimples. Fourth, Popping revenge. Pimples. Oh, pimples. <laughs> when it like pops and like completely, like you can feel yes. it expel out of the skin. No, okay. My favorite type of like pop is when it leaves that crater, when it just comes out clean. Yes. Oh, fuck me. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. That, or even like when they're like cystic. Uh-huh. And they're uh-huh. like, pop, like you pop it and like this, it's... Oh, the sack comes it's out, right? It's gone. Like, the yeah, sack. like the whole yeah. thing just pops out. Ooh, I love it. One time I had one, it was giant. <laughs> and I was like, this is the best. <laughs> like, it popped in one clean, like uh-huh. I heard it mm. under my skin, like... Oh my God, like, I love that. <laughs> Especially when they're in your ear and you you hear like the rupture. Oh. Yeah, or like you can hear the... I, I, it was on mm-hmm. my face somewhere, mm-hmm. so I could just hear it like... Oh and my I was God. like, wow, the best. incredible. And like, it was like all, <laughs> so gross. But it was incredible. <laughs> Love that. And then obviously the fourth is revenge. To me, ooh. Like when Cersei blew up the Sept. I. Oh, I forgot. Damn it. <laughs> you should watch, if you don't watch any Game of Thrones, you should just watch that one scene. Because. Is it? They okay before she blew up the sept. The sept is like this these group of like religious radicals that have mm-hmm. taken over the capital. Okay. Right? They were condemning her as a whore, mm-hmm. and um, because obviously she's sleeping with her brother, mm-hmm. um, and other people. And they had her drag the streets naked. This big ass nun named Onella, <laughs> flinging um like ringing a bell, going mm. shame. Because she has a deep voice, uh, like, for a woman. Uh, and she's, like, seven feet tall. So, like, Onella's walking behind her going, shame. And then, like, the people in the crowd are, like, throwing tomatoes and stuff at her. Mm, she's butt-ass naked. Mm. Lena Headey should have won an Academy Award or whatever you get for acting. Emmy, right? For, in yeah. Emmy. Mm-hmm. For her role in Game of Thrones. Mm. She did such an amazing job as an actress. Anyway. So... Cersei don't play that. She's about her revenge, mm-hmm. right? So in the season finale or whatever, she gets them all in this one room as like a... She was the queen. Mm-hmm. She's been ousted as the queen. There's like a new queen. And then these new... Um, the Sept, this new religious group has come over and like taken over the capital, right? Mm-hmm. So she's locked up in this cell. She has a view of the like Colosseum or whatever where this grand um, gathering is taking place. Mm-hmm. 
like everyone in the government and the sept is there. Mm-hmm. She has the place loaded with explosives. It's called Green Fire or whatever. Okay. And you just see, like, there's this whole, like, thing that happens, like, with, like, this little, like, orphan kid, like, runs down the, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, lights the fire. Mm-hmm. And then you just hear all these explosions, right? And you're seeing, like, the shock and horror on everyone's face mm-hmm. as they're blown away. Yeah, like, yeah. And you see this thing erupt into green flame, mm-hmm. and Cersei's just sitting there drinking wine like this. Wait, so she planned that? Yes. And so okay. she's like looking out the window. Mm-hmm. I'm tearing up thinking uh-huh. about it because it was so good. Uh-huh. Like, she's just drinking wine. Like, mm. And you can just see the like satisfaction yeah, yeah. dripping yeah. off her face. It's like, there's no better feeling on earth than that. For, like, for me, though, it's not necessarily revenge. Oh, I think it's, it's just when people get their just desserts and I don't have to do anything. No, I want to actively take part in no, it and like I, plan your demise and I don't like see that. your demise. I do. I think it's because... What does that mean? Mm, <laughs> I'm better than you, maybe. <laughs> no, but I, it's just like, I don't... I think like when I don't have to do anything and then they still get their just desserts, it just like... I don't I don't have to feel like... Um, I did. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, for example, like I was um, driving one time in the carpool lane. Someone was... F- like tailgating me and then they were going I was I drive fast I was already going like 85 miles an hour and they were tailgating me like literally like this much space in between and then um a cop came and then they like went behind them and I and then they moved out of the way wait what was it do they overtake you and then the cop? Yes, yes, yes. Him? So, like, I thought they were coming after me because I was going 85 miles an hour. And so I moved to the side, but they kept following the other car. Oh, they were in front of me. They were in front of me. So oh. they tailgated me, cut me off. That's what happened. Mm. And then so the, a cop came, and then I was like, oh, shit, I'm driving too fast. And so I moved to the side to, like, go off on the shoulder. And then um, they didn't follow me, but they kept following this person. Then they turned their lights on for the person oh. that cut me off. See, I didn't even have to do anything. I was just, that's good. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Like, <laughs> I want to orchestrate that somehow. And <laughs> okay. Watch them pull over, and just like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with no, you. No, I, I want to plan the revenge and yeah. then somehow like be away from it so that like mm. I can't be implicated in it, mm-hmm. but also know that I planned the whole thing and mm-hmm. you're getting mm-hmm. your just you know mm-hmm. you're getting your gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, I maybe, think just anyone getting their maybe their they don't just live desserts. like completely in reality. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe this that's okay to live in delusion every yeah. once in a while. A little delulu is nothing little de- wrong. Because here's the thing: in reality, am I plotting and getting revenge on people? No. Yeah. But right. the feeling, the thought, right, is what brings me a lot of songs. Right. Hmm. What's like the fifth best feeling? When you're really fucking thirsty and you drink some cold water. Damn, and you know when you yes. feel it like going down. Go down your, your esophagus. That's good. That's really mm-hmm. good. Actually, sometimes it's not even the coldest water because you get a brain freeze. Just when any- it's like, mm-hmm. like 40 degrees. You know, like crisp mountain. Like crisp mm-hmm. mountain temperature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Like water mm-hmm. cooler temperature. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> but, that's it, guys. But that's it, guys. <laughs> what else are they like? What else has been going on? Um, honestly, it's just work for me. Um, have you just? Oh wait, no. Are you what? going to? Move? I I think so. I think I'm going to move, but that's why, like, I wanted to rent Makes my sense. place out. But yeah, so um, I do want to move back, but um, 
I'm trying to like, so I've been look house hunting, and um, the market is fucking insane. It's Bro. absolutely. Fucking I can't believe insane. when you sent me that house. It was a decent house, but Which it was, was in it? Stanton. Oh, and that I one. I don't know why <laughs> it, it was so much. It went. It went in like three days. It was gone. That's crazy. Yes. Um, but just in this general area, I've been yeah. looking around, and I was just like, almost a million dollars for a like a shack. I can't. I saw I just, a house that was, it was two be- two bedroom, one three quarter bath. It wasn't even a full bath. It was a three quarter bath, and it was like eight hundred fifty thousand. I just refuse. It's insane. I don't need a house. <laughs> it's crazy. I, but it's I just, also like I also do need a house. <laughs> it's it's not see it's not even the fact that like we don't need it. It's just like the way that they're I trying think to it's sell it. Worth now. that? No. Like, just objectively. It is not, not eight hundred thousand dollars. You know how much my mom bought the house that I grew up in. It was a hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. Right now in that area, it's almost it's a million dollars basically. Crazy. My old house. Yeah. I think my parents bought it for two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. I think because yeah. it was a little larger, you yeah. know, but it was still one story. Yeah. Yeah. And we were looking at homes in Shadow Park before that that were like four. Yeah. Five hundred thousand. Yeah. Oh my god. You know, and like now, <laughs> you can even in like butthole of this area, you will never find a four hundred thousand no. dollars house. You won't. You just won't. The land. You can find an empty lot for five hundred thousand. I was okay. I was looking at a lot in that area, and it was like eight hundred thousand dollars, and it wasn't even that big. So I was like, "What the fuck? Crazy! <laughs> it's insanity! Yeah. I just something's got to Joe Biden. We got to do something." <laughs> it's crazy yeah like i'm in a very very privileged position to even be looking for houses right now but like every time i'm like looking i'm like very grateful for what i'm like able to do in my life but i'm thinking about other people who like how can anyone ever you can't afford this you can't it's literally impossible before with my parents to try to get them to understand that because it was always like why don't you work a job? Like, why don't you work a full-time job? And we paid for college. We paid for a house. But when we're house hunting now, they're seeing just how much things are and what you get for it. And now they're kind of like, you, yeah, I get it. Now I know what you're talking about. So I'm like, we're not crazy. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. Like, we weren't making shit up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you want a million dollars for that, you know? It's insane. Yeah. Downs. And the crazy thing is, like, I don't I keep talking about it, right? I my little bungalow. Mm-hmm. I could have bought for five fifty. He offered mm-hmm. it to me just five fifty. It was things was like five twenty five. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, I just want to have a driveway. Like I just didn't have a realistic. I was thinking like your parents. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Half a million dollars. Yeah, right. for a house. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and now if I could go back, now that it's probably you know seven hundred thousand dollars value now. It's Were like, you there pre COVID or during? COVID? Yeah, it was right before oh. COVID. Oh, okay. So. Like through COVID, I was yeah. there. I was there, yeah, because COVID was what January twenty nineteen. I was there almost. No, not January, twenty nineteen. Like I got my December. BMW right before COVID. Oh, there were cases happening in like November of twenty nineteen. I only had that truck for like six seven months. Mm. I guess so because I moved. Oh, I moved out in July before then. July twenty nineteen. July twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. Like because COVID was twenty nineteen. The no. end of. 2019. It wasn't officially right, it was, like COVID until May or March. It was like September, October in Asia. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it didn't come here until March, January, February. Yeah, like 2020. March. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I bought my BMW in February. Oh, okay. And it was like the month before, and I was the only person in the airport with a mask on. People were looking at me crazy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, this is already in China. Yeah. Why are y'all acting like it's not going to come over here? Yeah. We haven't closed a single border, nothing. Yeah. And then the next month, everybody got sick and it was shut down. I that was a lot. Can you believe that? that that was like three years ago? That was a lot to live through. Dude, that was crazy. I had never been more happy to have a bidet. <laughs> Why? Because remember, everyone was like freaking out. Toilet oh, about paper toilet. was. We have tabos. Right. Dollar <laughs> fifty from the fucking Filipino and it's market. Cleaner. Mm-hmm. And it's cleaner. Mm-hmm. So we use water now, people. <laughs> I don't. I can't go back to just using toilet paper. I don't. I don't even use toilet paper anymore. Like when I don't have a bidet, I'm like, yeah. what? The like, yeah, I feel real. I I moisten toilet paper now and like, mm. or if I don't have wet wipes yeah, or something, because yeah, yeah. I'm like, I used to just be dry. Can you imagine dry tissue? Like all just like there's sediment. poop particles, poop the particles. sediment, right? And like the, the little essence. pills from the um the toilet paper. Yes. Ugh. Speaking of, I will say this because I've just recently changed from. I used to only use um, what's the blue one that has the quilted. Is it Quilted Northern? Yes. I think I used to only use that. Mm-hmm. I switched to Charmin because mm-hmm. it's softer. Mm-hmm. But it leaves more residue. Ah, uh, yeah. Quilted, it's Quilted Northern is rougher, uh-huh. but it gets everything out, kind of. Like, it's yeah. a little more abrasive, though. You gotta yeah, be yeah, gentler yeah. with it. But long story short, get a, get a bidet. Like, get a bidet. There's nothing... About your sexual orientation related to just having a clean That's asshole. so insane that people have to like, they're so homophobic <laughs> that they would have a dirty ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would never, not, I don't Brothers. hate anyone that much to walk around with a dirty ass. Brothers, like, is it gay to wash your ass? <laughs> fellas. Let's talk about it, fellas. <laughs> No, like I, I am not too proud for right. anything to walk around with like shit in my asshole. No. Like the way I used to like, oh, this may be TMI, but to feel a little anxiety about it, like if it was a long day or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To be like, I have my le- like legs open too wide, or like you know, uh-huh, I'm like, uh-huh. what if I smell? And now I was like, why was I doing that? Uh-huh. When I could have just had a bidet. Yeah. Or like, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wet wipes, like, a more European clean option. Yeah. Not even actually, let's not European. What? actually came to Europe from the Arabians. Wet wipes? From the Moors. Oh, okay. Or just cleaning your, the concept of, like, using water to uh-huh. clean your butthole. Mm. You know? But yeah, get a tushy. Get a bidet of some sort. How do we even get on bidets? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> oh, we were talking about COVID. You were scared oh, because the yeah, toilet yeah, paper yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was wild. Like, I was literally sitting there. I had my one little pack. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. just me. Yeah. I was looking at people on the news like, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> you out here catching a disease with some toilet paper? <laughs> Guess what? I've never worried about toilet paper because I just always. I don't go through that much of it. It's yeah. dry off. Yeah. So, hey. Even then, I'll just kind of, like, air it out a little bit. I don't even have to use any paper. Actually, though, I will say, warm water is more effective than the cold water. When washing your ass? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Water's water to me. Yeah. The warm water is where it's at. Have you seen my travel bidet? That I have? No. It's it's like a a water bottle, and it has this... I've seen it? Yeah. But I'm like, how do you... Like, do you just... Yeah, so... You put it behind you, 
and then it the the arm is like long enough where you don't have to stick your whole hand like in the toilet and just a little bit of Ooh, pressure you just squeeze the water and it just acts it just like, a big like yeah okay okay yeah. but um i love that thing because i don't ha- i can't bring like my tabo like with me everywhere yeah. and that thing it just kind of looks like a water bottle and um and it's collapsible right yeah it's not collapsible but you know like tushy makes a collapsible one i know that oh, okay for travel yeah, yeah i've seen those yeah um but this one was cheaper that's why i bought it um but yeah it, I, I love it. I can never, like, not have water when it comes to, like, taking a shit. Yeah, I don't... Nasty. I'm not doing that no more. Like, we've just... We moved I think on. we have progressed as a society too much where if we're talking about dirty asses, like, you are way behind. You need to catch up with the rest you of do. us. You like, do. mm Not me. I try to tell people, I'm like, use it. Go in there and use it. They're like, yeah. no. I'm like, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You know what changed? Was it going to Hawaii? No, it wasn't even, not even Hawaii. Actually, it might have been when we went on that trip to Hawaii because we stayed at a place that was like designed for Japanese tourists mostly. Mm, yeah, yeah. And they had like the nice fancy Toto toilets in there. Uh-huh. It was such a fancy hotel. Yeah. Dad's money. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was real mine. fancy. Like... Yeah, I was like, woo, this is nice, child. <laughs> um, but yeah, it had like those fancy like Toto toilets in there. Mm-hmm. And I was in there like, Y'all, did you try the air blower first? Did you do all this fucking? You're like, no. I'm like, you're crazy. Yeah, Get in here. There's nothing fucking like if I don't care if it is gay. No, if it's gay to have a clean bottle, right? I'm homosexual. Exactly. I'm a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> it's pride. Oh, it's Pride Month, y'all. Happy, happy Pride happy Gays. Happy Pride Gays. Gays. The gays and theys. Yes. They, thems causing mayhem. <laughs> um, by the way, speaking of gay stuff, Kim Petras has a new song out. Is it good? I've listened to Is it. Is it better but... than Throat Goat? No. Mm. Oh, no, not Kim Petras. Um, Kylie Minogue. Oh, okay. It's called Badum. Or Badum, Badum, or something like that. Badum? Pa-dum, 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 pa-dum. Yeah. I, I looked it up. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? It's I saw the sound. something. It's the sound of. Like, yeah, that's what she says on the chorus. Yeah. But like they were saying it as a word. Oh, like a, I don't know. I don't care to know. I don't care to know. If I'm late, I'm just an old person. You know, I, I'm calling cab on that. <laughs> okay, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Happy Pride Gays. And then. Um, <laughs> you homos. Yeah. Happy Pride. Homosexuals. <laughs> Terry Chow here. <laughs> I fucking love Terry I, Chow. Oh my I'm god. so sorry. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I love when like people clear her. Because like she's really good at it. But then when someone finally they like get her. I love it. Every so once in much. a while. Yeah. Really um when she uh, breaks character, I love it. Yes. Other than um who I love, she's always up there. Pretty the one who's always going back and forth with um Terry Joe. Yeah, I forgot her name. She has the braces, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's really good. But then, yeah. like every once in a while, somebody else will clear her. Completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, <laughs> so good. But yeah, guys, we said this is gonna be a short episode, and so it that has wasn't been. short. <laughs> that was like two hours. Was oh my god, it's one o'clock. It's not one. It's in the morning. one. It's one in the morning, girl. I was earlier today. I said I'm gonna go to Christine's. We're gonna record this podcast. I'm at gonna three. leave in two. In, <laughs> at three, I'm gonna be home by eight. And I'm gonna play Hogwarts. I don't. Was Legacy. I even here by eight? No. I wasn't. And then we decided right? to yeah. watch a movie. <laughs> and order and then I pizza. got here at nine. <laughs> Shit. I'm like, I'm gonna go home and play Hogwarts Legacy and then go to bed. <laughs> I mean, it was a good episode, I think. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah. You welcome, guys. Exactly. Period. You know what? 
Like I said, we're going to give you what we got and you're going to love it. You're going to get what you get when you get it mm-hmm. and it's going to be good. You're welcome. <laughs> bye. Bye, That's guys. It guys. That's bye, it, guys. Bye, homos. <laughs>